Hi lovely people, I trust you've been good. I trust you've been doing well during this lockdown and everything. So I've been fine. Um and I'm bringing the last episode of ABC of Self to you guys today. Thank you for all the support so far, for all the love and, you know, checking up on me, sharing my podcast, listening to my podcast. It means a lot to me. You know, we are still growing in this area, but we thank God for his infinite mercies. So guys, today I will be rounding off the ABC of Self. So I'll be dealing with three essential parts of self in one because they interrelate with each other. The first one is self-forgiveness. The second one is self-growth, that's self-growth or self-development. And the last one is self-actualization. So at the end of this episode, there's a question I would ask now that you need to have the answer to by the time you're done listening to this episode. And that question is, is my life worthy of emulation? Is your life worthy of emulation? Growing up, I'm sure we can relate to this. A lot of us have questioned ourselves if what we are doing is the right thing we're meant to do. If what we have engaged ourselves in is the proper way we are supposed to be going. You know, we've asked ourselves these questions countless times. A lot of us have gotten answers. Some of us have still not gotten answers. But the answer lies in your life. The answer lies in your life. And I'm going to try to explain it to you right now. First, I need to establish the fact that everybody, from children to teenagers to youth, even to adults, everybody tends to recognize what they see rather than what they hear. People most times forget what they hear, but they fail to forget what they see. That's because of the cognitive part of the mind. The cognitive part of the mind, the cognition part of the mind. Why do you think children tend to remember Batman, Spider-Man, Barbie, and the rest of them? And most times they forget what their teacher teaches them in school or what their parents say at home. That's because the visuals they see sticks to the brain faster than what they hear in their ears. So then, are you someone who is whose lifestyle or whose way of life can affect the person positively or negatively. Because people adapt, people emulate people that they see. And then if you have a teenager or a child who is watching you, and that child is watching you do the wrong things, ah, you're part of the people destroying that child's life. So that lifestyle you're living, is it what your father in heaven wants you to live? Is it something that people can say? What, are, what do people take you in reference for? You know, a lot of people in Nigeria, if they want to say, I want to be rich, I want to do well, I want to be a wealthy businessman or businesswoman, they'll keep mentioning people like um, Dangote or Tedola, you know, rich people. They want to talk about actors, actresses, um, Genevieve Naji, you know, they'll keep mentioning people that have made it well in the movie industry. They want to talk about music, you know, Christian music, worldly music, whatever sector they want to venture into. They have people who have stood there in, as role models for them and which they want to imitate. But tell me, if you're in a particular career and people are using you as emulation, are you making use of that position in your life? 
to reach your self-actualization when you begin to teach people things in the right way. Now let's venture into the first part, self-forgiveness. A lot of us have made mistakes. We've, we've crossed paths. We've done things that we've regretted. We've, we've hurt people. We've been hurt. But have you allowed yourself, your previous self that made these mistakes to forgive? Have you allowed this yourself, your present self, to forgive your past self? You see, I used to believe that forgetting the past will help you have a brighter future. But over the time, I realized it's wrong. Forgive and forget, yes. But don't forget those lessons you learned from that, that mistake you made. Because those lessons are what help you shape your life. For instance, now, if you're in the, if at a point in time, let's say 2017, you had this group of friends, you guys always go out in the evening, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 midnight, you're still outside, you know, clubbing, doing things. And you don't see it as anything then. Yourself in 2017 didn't see it as anything. You felt it was the happening thing. You know, 12 midnight, 1 a.m., you're on the streets, you're, you're chilling, you're flexing with your friends. Good and fine. You did it 2017. 2018 towards 2018 because of this thing you got raped or because of this thing someone stole from you or because of this thing you went you had an accident or because of this thing something terrible that has that is going to change the phase of your life both psychologically and emotionally happened to you and then you begin to hate yourself you begin to ask yourself who sent me had I known, Shebi, I would have been in my house. Had I known, Shebi, I would have been in my bed. You know, you keep asking yourself those questions. But you feel that, you fail to understand that that experience you went through is what has given you this lesson of life that you shouldn't be out late. That has taught you that at this point in time, you're supposed to be here at this point in time. And has helped you make meaningful decisions that is now shaping this your present self. The mistake you make by not forgiving yourself is holding on to that past and letting it weigh you down. Forgive yourself. You made a mistake by going to this guy's house and you knew it was wrong. And then something turned around. He forced you. You had sex with him. Forgive yourself. You took a contract you were not meant to. You betrayed a friend. Forgive yourself. But do not forget the lessons that come with it. Until you forgive yourself of the past mistakes you've made, you cannot move on. Without the past, there is no future. Without the future, there is no self-actualization. You, you need to speak to yourself and tell yourself, I am not who I am. I'm not my mistake. I'm not that regret. You have that regret in mind, but you are not it. You need to break loose from that thing. A lot of people hold themselves back from, from reaching their full potential because of the mistakes they've made. Forgive yourself. Talk to yourself. Always have a conversation one-on-one -on -one with yourself. And then by the end of the day, by the time you forgive yourself, you will have the grace to beg the Lord to forgive you for the sins you've made. Like I always say, if you can't forgive yourself, you can't forgive other people. That hatred, that thing that will be eating you up will not even let you forgive the next person that wrongs you. And it is wrong. The Lord's Prayer said, Father, forgive us as we forgive those who have sinned against us. You're part of those people. And your Father in heaven will not forgive you if you do not forgive yourself. 
you forgive yourself. You forgive the people who have wronged you and then you plead for the Father to forgive you. Let go of those mistakes. Don't let those mistakes define who you are or shape your future. Now, the next thing we're going to go into, which is the crucial part that will be answering our questions of lifestyle, is self-growth and self-development. If you look at yourself as a person, have you grown to a substantial level where you can say, I have grown? I'm still growing. I haven't grown. I'm still growing. Because first, I haven't actualized the dreams I need to actualize. Secondly, I'm still walking in the right path to at least win five souls for Christ before I leave this earth. So I'm still growing. In fact, I have not even started. I'm just like, let's say, primary one, if you were to put it in class. But however, what are those principles? What are those things? What are those virtues? What are those values you've embedded in yourself that is helping you grow? What are those things you've, you've put in yourself that is helping you reach where you are? What kind of books are you reading? Like I was talking about self-consciousness and self-control. Controlling what the mind receives. Controlling what the eye sees. Controlling what the ear hears. Controlling what the mouth speaks. Controlling what you feel. What are those things you're feeding yourself to grow? What is that thing you're feeding yourself? You're emulating other people. You're, you're trying to copy a lifestyle of a popular actress. You're trying to copy the lifestyle of another person. Is it helping you grow in the field you need to grow? As a law student, I was told by a friend of mine who is a lawyer that while growing up, he used to, you know, go to pick up a judge. He would go to different courts and try to see how a judge reasons, pick up a judge's judgment, you know, try to reason the point of view, both dissenting judgment and leading judgment. To try to see where the court was coming from in reaching a particular judgment or verdict that they passed on an accused person. It's good. It's the same thing that happens in different parts of our life. People try to weigh, okay, this person and this person, ah, which one is better? Which one was more successful? But first, before you emulate those people, look at the principles, look at the things that those people live by that has made them reach where they are, if those things are good and worthy of emulation. What are those principles you've lived by? Is it principles of self-control? Principles of respect? Principles of um, helping people for philanthropists? Principles of, um, of um, helping out children? Granting scholarships? What do you think has opened doors for those people who are now popular and who you want to use their lives as a point of reference for your own life? Until you study and understand their principles, you, won't, you cannot just jump in and mimic their lifestyle. You don't, you don't ignore the principles and say, okay, this is how he behaves when he's rich. So anyhow, whatever method I used to get the money, after all, the ends justify the means. That's wrong. That's totally wrong. So we need to imbibe and understand that in order to grow, in order to live a better life, we must have people that we look up to, mentors, people that we understudy. Because after all, these people were on earth here before you and they, they are basically going through the things you are going through. They ask you now who is your role model. You mentioned one professor, one person, one... And now they ask you, okay, so he's your role model. What are the things you're doing to reach where he has reached? 
but you just put it in your CV or sorry, your your data, your bio data or your whatever it is that you that they asked you, or maybe they asked you in an interview or something. You just say it, just lay it down on the floor, and then you're not practicing the principles the person practiced. How do you expect to then live as that person had lived? It's not possible. We need to know what we invest in ourselves. Which leads us to the next point, investment. What are you investing in your life? What are you investing in your life that in future, people will say, okay, this is what she invested in her life that made her reach this position. What are you investing in your life that will make you stand out among your peers? What books are you reading? What music are you listening to? What preachings are you listening to? What exactly are you taking in into yourself? That you think will let you reach a point of self-development. You want to be an actor. Are you reading the scripts? Are you understanding how they move? You want to be a man of God. Are you listening to the preachings? Are you backing it up with the Bible to understand what it is? And then until you realize that you need to grow as a person. You need to forget every step of mediocrity. And grow to a certain level until you understand that you will not grow or develop in life. Leave that position of comfort. A man once said that if you're too comfortable in life, if you're too comfortable, it means you don't think big. That doesn't mean when you reach your self-actualization, you need to be greedy and keep going for things. I'm, I'm comfortable. No. But you know the point of mediocrity you're in. Ah, now God do. What can man go do? Ah, what can we do now? Ah, this is how God created us. Every person has their place in life. Eh, I cannot be rich like everybody. Are you working hard? Have you even tried at all? Are you making that investment in your life? Are you listening to those seminars? Are you taking note of those lectures that you're being given? To be a better you. Are you listening to people's messages? People that have gone through things. Are you listening to them to be a better you? Like I said, I'm growing. I keep listening to people. Trying to see their point of view of life. And then I asked myself. So if I follow this person. This is how this person ended up. No, I don't want to end up like this. But I follow this person. And this is how this person ended up. And I really like, okay, so, so this person is body of emulation. That's how you should be. And by the time you practice self-love. Self-respect, self-control, self-growth, self-forgiveness. Guess where you're heading to? Self-actualization. And that is where your lifestyle comes in play. Having loved yourself, respected yourself, controlled the necessary things you need to control in yourself, lived on a balanced emotion, forgiven yourself of all the past mistakes you've made, Invested in yourself so much with all the books you read, all the lectures you attend, all the things you practice. You're not just being here of whatever um, the, the, the preacher or the person that is giving the message is given, but you practice it. Having observed all these things, what then is your self-actualization? What then can you boast of that you've actualized in life? Is your lifestyle worthy of emulation? The way you live, is this something someone can use in reference? Have you asked yourself that question? A lot of us on this platform have not asked ourselves that question. And it's important. Bless the Lord for making you listen to this podcast right now. 
because I don't know what made me, what spoke to me to do this podcast in the first place. It's just the first thing that came to my mind. What is, what is that lifestyle you're living? That your junior ones or your elderly ones can look up to you and say yes. There is a way a teenager or a young child will live and an adult will want to be like that child. There's a way an adult will live and the young child will naturally want to be like that adult. Is your lifestyle worthy of emulation? Are people seeing you and saying, yes, I want to be like you? Are you acting in the right way you're supposed to act? The fastest way, I always say it, and I always repeat it, the fastest and easiest way to teach a child is through your life. The easiest way and the fastest way to teach a child is through your life. Because when you're teaching the child, you can use yourself as a practical example. If you're teaching the child about, um, let's say you're teaching the child about respect, and that child is in your, in your neighborhood, or you're teaching someone, maybe your friend, even your colleague, about respect, and that person is in your neighborhood, <laughs> and you're not, you know, you're not practicing it. You see your own elders, you don't greet them. And then when that child doesn't greet you, you start hitting the child on the head. Are you mad? Are you stupid? What, what do you think that child is going to say when the child goes home? Ah, that aunt, that aunt is just a hypocrite. And then your lifestyle should be one. Don't live a life to please people because if you don't live that life to please them, they won't be your friends. That's bullshit. That's why I say first, you have to acknowledge self-love. Loving yourself, love yourself enough to know that whether people castigate you or not, as far as you're living in line with what God wants you to live, whatever they say, whatever opinion they have is their business. That being said, I'm going to tell you a life story that happened to me, something that I keep using as a testimony. And it's, it's peculiar to my nature of, of sacrifice. I can... I'm, okay, I don't want to bring it in that context, so it doesn't look like I'm trying to... You know blow my own trumpet so there was this time when i went to church and we were asked to give offering for the building of the church and all i had money that particular day i was thinking about you know if i give this money i have it won't go well i won't do this i won't do that. i had enough money in my account to you know give but on that particular day i I wasn't in the mood to. So I just ignored the whole thing. I went back home. It kept on disturbing me, kept on disturbing me, kept on disturbing me. So the following Sunday when I went, we were supposed to go on a retreat for widows. Widows in the neighborhood. We were supposed to buy palliatives, you know, food, gari, rice, onions, palm oil, all those things and share to the women. And God willing, I had very little money in my account because I had spent it. I knew it was end of the month, so my monthly allowance was coming in. And I had, I think, just 1000 naira in my account that I was supposed to use that Sunday evening and Monday morning to when I received the alerts from my dad. But I was like, okay, I have 500 naira cash. Church is not far from home, so I can always trek back home or use the bus if I'm too lazy. Why don't I just, you know, manage this money? At least I have stops at home. I can manage till tomorrow. Or I call my dad to send the money earlier. 
and um, I took that money and I gave it. That was my last card and I gave it. <laughs> you know, eh, something then happened after that. I couldn't reach my dad because I don't know what happened to his line. I couldn't reach him. So from time to time, I don't reach him. So I couldn't reach him. And then I said, ask myself, who sent me? I didn't have money to feed. And you know, all those things. And out of the blues, someone, someone called me and just, you know, sent me money. This story sounds very familiar because a lot of us hear it. A lot of us hear it from either men of God or philanthropists or people that are good at giving sacrifices. When I mean sacrifice, I don't mean... I mean like people that are willing to sacrifice their own joy for the benefit of others. It's a popular thing. Why do you think that a lot of people say this testimony? That's because it's true and it's working. It's true and it's working. Givers never lack. Givers never lack. That is one principle that I have learned. I learned it last year. And I keep on holding it to tomorrow. Givers never lack. At the point I used to say, ah, how will I go and pay my tithe with the last money I have? How will I do? I kept on, you know, giving excuses for not giving. I kept on giving excuses. Even if the money was there, I would say, oh, I need to buy this hair. I need to fix my nail. I always brought up excuses. But then I realized that. Over time, each time I gave out, I always received <laughs> 10 times more than I gave. I gave 1,000 that day and the person credited my account with 10,000. <laughs> it was so funny. I, I think that I, there was a time I was telling my best friend and she was like, God is wonderful. I said, yes. It applies to not just church program. It applies to a simple thing as your colleague coming to you and saying, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And then you pull out that's 500 naira that you have and say, okay, go and buy food. How come you've done it? I've done it, a, I've done it a couple of times. You know, I've had people that will come to me and be like, ah, how are you now? And they, they start telling you how they've, they've, even if they don't ask, they start telling you how they've been so stressed and not eating. Even if I know they have the money to, and they don't ask, say, how come you've not eaten? Call let me go and get you something to eat. There's someone who is watching you. So you ask yourself, my father is watching me. The people on earth are watching me. The life I'm living, is it worth calling a life? Your life is nothing if people cannot make in reference that you've done something good. The best way to grow and reach a level of self-actualization is to live a life worthy of emulation. Self-actualization is not when you have all the money in the world. That's the mistake people keep making. Self-actualization is not when you have 20 Bugattis, Rolls Royce, Benz packed in your compound. Or when you have estates, islands, yacht, or you own a particular state. No, that is not self-actualization. Self-actualization is when your lifestyle is worthy of emulation. So you ask yourself, having invested in myself, Having respected myself, having loved myself and loved others, having forgiven myself for the past mistakes I've made, is my life worthy of emulation? That being said, guys, this brings us to the last episode of ABC of Self. And God willing, I will do, I prepare a new episode for you guys. But this wraps it up. And I just want to give a quick summary. Don't forget to love you. Love you for who you are. Be you unapologetically. 
that doesn't mean when someone is trying to correct you because you were all brain that doesn't mean when someone is trying to correct you you feel to take correction oh i'm being me is me take me as i am that's how i am a lot of people even use zodiac signs to give excuse for their own stupidity I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm an Aquarius, I'm a Sagittarius, I'm a Pisces. That's how we, we Sagittarius, that's how we act. Who told you? <laughs> oh my God, wow, keep fooling yourself. Who really told you that that is how it is? Use the sign to, to deceive yourself. Love yourself, be you unapolitically. Don't try to mimic people blindly, just so you please the crowd. There's a difference from emulating someone's good deeds and mimicking what people do so that you they, you can please them when it doesn't when it doesn't conform to what the father wants you to do please i beg in god's name be yourself it's trending it's the latest thing that's what they are doing fine and good but be yourself adapt to the things you need to adapt to and ignore the ones you need to ignore try your best to always stay on the right path that's the best way that people will say when they mention your name ah this i know that girl my god that girl is so respectful have you seen her she dresses so well she can greet ah my god she's good she's good she's good not when they mention oh, ah that one that one that used to sleep around that guy oh yeah I slept around with all the girls in this place he just used to do like that from left center everywhere he just used to sleep around i'm sure he even has infection and disease ah is that what people will say when they mention your name Try to create perfect impression on people, but do not pretend. Don't live a life of a hypocrite. You can be a Christian and you can socialize. You can balance your life, like I always say. Just find the point of balance. That being said, thank you so much, guys, for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to share. If you want to comment or ask questions, you know my phone number. Thank you, guys. Bye.